Hey, what is up, you guys? This is Kylan King, and I'm going to need you to do me a, a big favor. You ready? Go check out the Three Count Podcast. They have awesome guests on all the time, including myself. Go check it out. Well, now, you know who it is. It's your friendly neighborhood red dog. And like always, we know that you guys have been with us for a long time because we're now way over 200 episodes. So we have to start up the next college course, which is why we have now engineering 201. And of course, like always, I am that guy, your Sherpa. But like every good Sherpa, you got to have someone who's been there, done that, and could do more efficiently than you can. And that's why we got the man from CZW, C3W, wow. And so many other promotions. I'm going to be honest, it would take the whole episode just to list them out. And this man's accomplishments. But he is one-third a prolific, and he has been on every single show that we have had. So bring him in, the heavy hitter, Wix Splitter himself, Tyree Taylor. Yes, sir. See, see, I, see, I usually like to do my intro, but that was pretty suiting. So I appreciate yeah. that, Big Red Dog. Nah, man. Yeah. I feel like after so many times, man, like I would finally get it right. <laughs> hey, man. Yo, yo, you know what? You've been, you've been learning. That's what, that's what this is about, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what this is about. So, that's yeah, man. Way. Uh, yo, you know, we've I, I wanted to bring you on because like yes. I always seem to be hitting you up on the side and just asking you conversations and questions. Mm-hmm. And you know, I consider you my OG and my mentor for like this whole thing. So we always we we always talk and shop and like yes. although we've missed each other a couple times like in person because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes. we should have been able to hit last time, but unfortunately someone <laughs> was like, Yo, I had COVID, man. I'm like, God, you suck, man. <laughs> the one day that I can do it, I had to I couldn't be there. So but no, man. Plenty one, of opportunity, brother. Right, always. But you know, first things, man. Like, thank you for coming back on our show. I know Absolutely. you've been like on returning to the ring. I'm glad that you're back with us here for this one. Absolutely. Um, so we was talking about it before, right? Before we even start recording, that like <laughs> I have finally hit into my second year, right? So yes. I'm not as green <laughs> as <laughs> once, but yes. I still relatively am green, and I and I feel like. There's like an expectation, right? So when you have a guy come up to you and like want to talk to you and he tells you like, yeah, I've been in this in this sport for two years. What are some of the things that you're looking for to see if that person's really at their second year or if they're like trying to evolve past that? Well, it's it's kind of tough because it's, it times are different, right? Uh, I came up when around year four or five is when you really start clicking. Uh, you know, everything was like the slow grind and everything like that. Uh, now a lot of these guys get signed out of year two. Uh, so it's, it's, it's hard to, um, it's hard to gauge that. Uh, so what you really do is ask questions ask other questions other than, you know, how long you've been, you know, how long you've been wrestling because people could really be there for 15 years and waste their entire life. So, <laughs> so, and you wonder what the hell they've been doing. Um, so, uh, age in this business kind of don't mean much anymore. Uh, it's about the substance that's in it. Uh, so, you want to get, you want to ask questions: Who trained you? Uh, you know, um, how, uh, what seminars have you been to? What, you know, s- certain stuff like that. There's, there's certain questions you can really gauge how, how far a person has progressed, uh, other than years these days. Right, right. That's I, I've I've been curious because like I've been looking to like grow and evolve and change and 
push and pull myself into like new directions and stuff. So mm-hmm. like, that's why I'm always like, I, one, I have this podcast, right. Because like yeah. every person that comes on, like I get to talk to and ask them advice and stuff and, and learn from them. Mm-hmm. But then too, like I get to apply that knowledge that I gained from them too and yeah. understand like how I get to advocate that kind of stuff and, and work it. Um, is there like, like, I guess, have, how many people have you like ran into the business where they were like, Hey man, like I've been in this now for like, 10 plus years and you're just like, nah, I don't even, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more than expected. Um, people really been doing it 10, 15 years and have been a local legend in their own backyard and think there's somebody, but when, you know, they go out to other places, there's a small fish in a very big pond. Uh, so, you know, it's almost like you have to force yourself into situations to grow, to come in and, and be better. Uh, for example, uh, I first started in Johnny Rods. And I will say Johnny Rods is one of the greatest teachers of the basics uh, there ever was. But um, not, uh, I mean, to, his, to, to the school's detriment, it, you, you get a glass ceiling really quickly. So you kind of so I, I had to make a decision to either break that ceiling or go into something else, right? So I had an opportunity to move to Texas and ended up going to Booker's, and you can kind of see that glass ceiling breaking because that's a different level of learning beyond the basics. Booker is a great finisher of of talent, uh, so you know he can definitely get. TV out of you. He could definitely get character out of you. He could get something out of you as somebody uh, that Johnny Rods wouldn't do. But his basics will get you anywhere you would want to go. It's, it's it's funny how that works. But if you just stay somewhere in one spot and kind of do what you've done this whole time, you will definitely be one of those guys who've been there 15 years and think you're somebody. Uh, so I, I think it's just... Uh, traveling and adapting if you don't have the luxury to do so um there's traveling seminars there's there's one one three-day camps and stuff like that to 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 really grow and 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 take out that glass ceiling of yours yeah i got the opportunity to do a a seminar with uh rich swan and uh like it was one of like the coolest things like i have to be a part of and then i get Mm -hmm. to talk to him and we were talking about my character, like on the backside. And he was mm-hmm. like, uh, he's like, well, who are you? And I was like, well, kind of think of Deadpool meeting like the wrestling world. And he was like, do you have a pose? And I was like, no. And so he's like, you don't have a pose, but you want to be Deadpool? I was like, well, yeah. He's like, what's one thing that you like doing? I was like, I like doing this thing. And he was just like, then do it. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, so weird. But it was like those little bits of knowledge, like just like talking to him and getting like his input and stuff and then getting his blessing too, which is actually kind of cool. But mm-hmm. I was like, um, but it was cool just to be able to, like, to rap with somebody and just like ask him and bounce ideas off and figure mm-hmm. it all out. He thought, he thought like the character side of things, he's like, dude, the things that you want to do, he's like, I would just start doing them and it'll run with them. And he's like, if people have mm-hmm. a problem with it, that's on them. That's not on you. And I was like, yeah. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I agree with that. So aside, okay, so like I know like for me, one of the other comp, the issues I have, right, mm-hmm. is, uh, and I'm sure you probably ran into it too, 
is, is the confidence of like reaching out to other promoters and stuff and like worrying about that rejection. <laughs> uh -huh. And so like, how was one way that you were able to like overcome that to reach out to somebody and just be like, Hey man, if they're going to say no, they're going to say no. Um, I'm different when it comes to that situation. Right. I've been, I've been lucky enough to be able to move and, and go from place to place at will and just kind of say, fuck it when it comes to like just traveling. Um, I've gone to schools where the promotions are and taken spots and, and kind of, you know, force them to think, Hey, this guy needs to come here. This guy needs to be put on. And then I kind of branched out from there. Um, I've recently started to um, do to do the reaching out only because I'm in a group where not all of us live in the same spot, you know? So we ha now have to promote ourselves as a group. So you now have to start reaching out, right? So what I've done, emails still work. Emails in a professional setting still work. Uh, resume type type deal. Uh, what seminars have you been to? Um, you know, highlights and lowlights because people want to see how you work and how you sell uh, instead of all the cool shit that you think you can do. Um, you know, um, what you what you can bring to the company. Um, this that's that's specifically the email. It's specifically the advice from uh, Anthony Green, AG. Retro AG or the alternative AG. Uh, he's even even when he was released and everything like that, he still did the emails and been able to book himself for the entire year. Uh, not only because of his name, but because he decided to reach out. Emails still work. Emails, you know, like with CZW did the, the scouting camp, people sent the emails and people sent horrible emails and they were on. <laughs> you know, so I've, I've gotten to look at those emails. Uh, emails work. Um, DMs work. Uh, find someone who the promoter trusts to kind of bridge you into that promotion. Um, go go to the show. Help out. Uh, beyond uh, beyond that, uh, you know, I've been on um, a lot of the kids that are on there. We're just there for weeks on end, just helping out, and the promoter seen that and they have put them on, you know, and and which is amazing. You know, because it's, it's old school. It's paying your dues the hallway. You know, you know, and just going to a show, knowing that you're not booked, showing your face, and and you know, recognizing that this guy works hard. You know, this guy really wants on. I might give him a you know pretty show shot. And then, you know, with me, I know my I'm confident in my talent. It only takes one. It only takes one. So it only takes one shot for you to get for you to do your thing. So, but you got to put in that work and that grind. It just doesn't come to you, unfortunately. Uh, if you're not like seven feet, if you're not built, if you're not anything like that, hard work pays off and, and, and the little things pay off as well. A lot of little things make one big thing. So you got to, you got the grind. There's so many ways to do it. So the grind is, is very, uh, has a lot of variety. So you can't just be stuck on, oh, I'm doing this and it's not working. There's so many other things to try. So you, there's so many things to do, so many things to do to get on somewhere. Yeah, I like that idea of like, like I, I know like for me, one thing like I was able to do was like, obviously like this is just kind of a gateway to like whatever it is, but I'll reach mm -hmm. back out and I'll ask people, I'm like, hey, like, 
can I, can you put me in touch with this person or can you put mm -hmm. me in touch with that person and then just reach out. And then from there, like, I know, like, uh, right now I'm just kind of waiting on the word of like, if somebody wants to book me based on an email that I sent, which is kind of funny, you mentioned that. Yeah. And so we'll see, like, I, and, and, you know, I always keep you updated on everything I'm doing anyways. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. As you should, you know, uh, like, uh, uh, like I broke into Florida only because I had a good match with a Florida star. <laughs> you know, a, guy, a, Florida, a Florida guy, he's like, uh, his name is Romeo from the group uh, Masanga, right? Mm -hmm. And I had a match with him in Florida because I had a great match with Vincent Steele, who has a promotion down there. Uh, and I, the match was with Romeo, and he's now been hitting me up, be like, oh, we need you back, need you and the boys back there uh, so we can go to another promotion and do so. Sometimes it's just having magic with somebody that can branch everything out. So the, any opportunity that you do get to go in the ring, you got to kill it. Eyes are on you. Eyes are on you. Yeah. No, I definitely understand that. And it's funny because, like, um, now that, like, I've kind of got my own superstitions going on and stuff, like, I carry it with me because I can feel like it gives me, like, Obviously, that good energy that you need to have to get a ring and slay. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> bro. Like I, because <laughs> it's it's been a bit, but we haven't talked about this, and so yes. Um, so back in May, right of twenty twenty one, I got to work a, a match with Beastman, and uh, mm -hmm. while I'm sitting in the back, I'm just like popping some gummy bears, right? And it, you know, we all we slay this match. It was awesome. I had so much fun with it. Mm -hmm. But then, like the next show I go to, like I obviously just kind of just show up and I do my thing, right? We we do we do okay, and uh, I was like, I just didn't feel it, and I was like, I had no idea why. So the next week, the next uh, show I go to, I bring another pack of gummy bears because like whatever, it's a quick snack. Yo, kill it again. <laughs> so it was like, all right, <laughs> was like yeah. superstition has set. We're gonna just bring gummy bears to every single show. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> superstitions work, man. <laughs> they work, oh, yeah. man. Like, like one thing I do, um, I don't know if people notice, I, I, I get a chop before every show, every match. And, and the matches I don't, I don't feel good about them. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, I, sometimes you forget. Like, you know, so uh, like the last time I forgot to get a chop, I left my knee pads down, my knee pads were down, my knees all exposed. I left my shorts on. I'm I'm heading to the ring. They played the wrong music. It was just it, it, it was downhill. It was, it was it went downhill quick. <laughs> you know, so I'm already not in the greatest mood. Uh, but we ended up finishing the match. Uh, the ring broke in that ring and, and that match too. So, <laughs> so you know you know uh, Murphy's Law uh, in the show. So it was it was it was something. But you know. I was like, was that a recent match? Yes. <laughs> that shit was, am I ain't going to front, man. That shit was amazing <laughs> when I saw what happened. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that was uh, me and, and Hitman for Hire, Mr. Grimm. Uh, yeah, yeah, ring broke. He just kept going. We just kept going. Uh, it was. It, I was already in fuck it mode because <laughs> everything was going wrong. Uh, but we ended up, you know, everybody ended up loving it and saying we need more time. So, you know, it, I, I, words can't explain. Words can't explain how, how things go. But yeah. you, when, when you have an opponent that, you know, is talented, 
and you know you have to show up in any situation you just have to show up that's kind of that's kind of what it is but superstitions do <laughs> mean a lot in professional wrestling so yeah <laughs> yeah i was like i remember watching that match and just watching the whole thing back and i was like oh man i was like i was like y'all were just killing it and then the ring breaks i was like oh shit. and then you just keep going i was like yo let's go i was like and it was so weird because we're, we always because you mentioned it right you meant and we we mentioned at the top right we talk about like the basics right like johnny yes. was good with you in the basics and yes and the one thing with grim in that match is like you can clearly see like he's always working on the basics because yes. when that rope snapped like yo he kept going yeah mm-hmm. he was just already he caught himself and he was gone that was like mm-hmm. wow like that and and i have to be there to trust him to do that <laughs> you know and like it like if i wavered and him run into nobody would just be stupid <laughs> you know? so you know we we kind of we kind of got to be on in, in sync there and 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 just just feel everything a lot of it is feel so and I feel like that's something too, like I, I, I've been like wanting to work on a lot more, like as mm-hmm. I'm like trying to grow is like the feeling out process, right? Cause like, uh, like something that I was told to me was like, you know, you always want to work on like the beginning part and you always want to work on the ending, right? Like mm-hmm. you want to make sure those are kind of like in point, but everything in between, they're like, mm-hmm. just call it out there. Like, don't, don't script every moment because what ends up happening is that you forget that you're with the audience mm-hmm. and that when you're scripting everything, you just kind of leave everything like you're like, all right, no, we have to do this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a thing. And I'm just like, yeah, you're absolutely right. And so recently, man, I've just been like, whatever, man, we're going to go out there. And And I tell the person I'm working with, we're just going to go out there and slay it. Like, here's what we're going to do at the beginning. So we should do at the end and Mm -hmm. everything else of that, whatever. (laughs) I'm actually a um, three spot guy. Um, Beginning, middle, end. And I start with the end first because I can bust my ass. That nobody, nobody remembers that at the begin, if the ending is trash, right. <laughs> you know. So, uh, but there's there's levels to everything. You have to understand that there's a transition period throughout the rest, throughout the match that you're having, that can set that can set the bridge between the beginning and the end. If the beginning, if, if the beginning of the match is hot, the end of the match is hot, and the middle's kind of shaky. You know, it, it kind of brings down the average, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got to bridge something there. And it doesn't have to be some crazy cold spot or something. Just something to be like, yo, we're on the same page here. You know, um, call backups. You know, if, you, if you're going for that risky spot, in case this happens, let's do this. You know, and, and like... You know, something like a back body drop. If, if somebody slips or something like that, uh, if he slipped back, drop down, do something. You know, just realize where you are in the ring. Realize um, what movements can happen from every move, whether it connected or missed. So just just be aware of, of certain things because it can happen to the best of us. All I like that, errors though. and stuff like that. I never thought about that, like a three-spot thing where, like, you just yeah. have, like – something in the middle that just kind of signifies mm-hmm. like, Hey man, like just where we're at. So I like that. I might, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that from you, man. So, and, and I'm going to piggyback on that actually, because, um, my, one of my latest, my latest trainers, uh, Chase Del Monte and, uh, 
uh, New England Pro Wrestling. He, he, this kind of stuck in my head. Uh, you have to know how to switch gears. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to watch a movie and, and the whole thing is monotone the whole time. You know, and to kind of keep the story going, it needs to ascend to the, that big decrescendo. So, like, you have to have some intensity when it comes to that second st- that second stanza of the sh- of the of the match, you know, just like any other show, just like any other thing like that. If you have a movie that's the same level the whole time, nobody's going to watch it. Nobody's going to give a fuck. <laughs> so you got to make people feel. You got to make the people watching it via TV, stream, whatever. You got to make the people in the audience feel what you're doing. Uh, so that that shifting gears especially during the second part is very important. So I would, I would, I would look into that and pay attention to that. That no, that makes total sense, man. That like, that's, that's like another level of storytelling that you like, yes. you know, people aspire to get to. And I like, mm-hmm. I like that idea that you're, you can start off slow and then as the match goes, you start picking up the pace and then obviously, like you said, bring more intensity into it and then let's yeah. set it off. So mm-hmm. I definitely, I definitely can understand that. Um, as far as like, you mentioned it earlier, your like wrestling resume, man. Like, what are your big three things that you're like really trying to accomplish when you put that stuff in there? Um, who trains you? Uh, I feel like that's more important than ever right now. Um, because if someone, anyone asked that, because that's a general question, uh, if anyone asked that and the trainer's subpar or, or has some sort of a stigma on them, it's going to be a negative on you. So that's up to you to find someone who you could put on the resume and and kind of uh, do something from there. Uh, like, I'll bring the curtain back. Like, I could put two Hall of Famers on my resume. Wolf can. Marcus can't. You know, because the, the school in this area is, you know, by some schmuck. But he's traveled and done everything to make sure he's caught up in training and hung out with us who've learned from other people to do so. But if he go out and do a resume and it's, it's going to look like he was improperly trained, which he's not, you get right. what I'm saying? So, you know, that's, that's, it's not the most hindering thing, but it gives you a chance from the start. It gives you a chance from the start. So have a have a great trainer to to at least get that sort of name out there. Uh, to to especially if your trainer's credible. If you if you have a credible trainer, people know like this guy brings in people, actual talent. You get opportunities just because of it. So uh, for one, that's that's easy. That's easy. Um, two, I would, I would put who you, the biggest name you worked, uh, because they can always cross reference that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know how this guy works. How does this guy work with this guy? You know, and, and if there's footage, awesome, you know, and, uh, three, um, seminars. Uh, who have you learned under? If your trainer's not, if your trainer's not uh, uh, credible, find 
bunch of seminars with from credible people that you or, or camps or something like that. Uh, like if your trainer is not credible and you go to a Harley race camp a couple times, it's a Harley race camp. <laughs> you know, if you go to a New Japan camp in Cali, if you go to a, uh, a seminar like there's one up here, J.D. Drake, J.D. Drake is amazing, you know, stuff like that. People are credible it's for you to go travel to these people. Sometimes you you got to travel that doesn't have to do with a show, but it has to do with some some training camp, you know. And I would put that on there as well. Okay, bet. So obviously, like you said, your your trainer, you know, biggest name that you work, and then the seminars that you've been a part of, man. Okay, mm-hmm. I like that. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna go through my resume too and just like reorganize it. And yeah, I can fit everything in there. Uh, like so. I guess, like, as far as, like, I want to ask you a question. You can just be upfront with me about it, yeah, too. That's absolutely. So, anyway, uh, like, so where you met me to where you have seen me now, like, what have you seen and where do you think that I could, like, improve more on? Oh. <laughs> By the way, you're the only person I've asked this question to on this show. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to be uh, – I will be completely honest because – I saw you uh, at the C3W show. I saw you first work at the C3W show, and you drew a tough card <laughs> and, and by the name of Darius Carter. <laughs> you drew a tough card. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's hard to uh, gauge that when Darius Carter is beating the beloved shit out of you. <laughs> but he is very tactical, and there's cues that Darius does that – if you're not picking up, then I can gauge you a little bit. So you, for obvious reasons, you, you didn't look the most comfortable, you know. Uh, you didn't look the most comfortable, but there were glimpses. There were glimpses. And I did see a recent match of yours. Um, you look a lot more comfortable like you're supposed to be there. You know, a lot of people don't look like they're supposed to be there. You know, they can have the weirdest gimmick, but if you don't, you don't feel like from the eye test, you don't look like you're supposed to be in the ring, I'm not going to take you seriously. You know, anybody else isn't. So for you to look comfortable, to be able to grow in a sense or something like that, uh, it's it's uh, definitely a good leap of bound. It looks like you've grabbed onto something and you're learning and you're making strive to be an amazing wrestler. So I will say that to you. Uh, that, that's that's being completely honest. So a lot of these people don't do that, and you've done it. So I do commend you on that. For real. I appreciate that, man. Mm-hmm. It's funny because like once I, because I always I was always under the impression that your gimmick is kind of like given to you by somebody, mm-hmm. and then you just gotta run with it, right? And mm-hmm. so when I was talking with Sikkim about it and we were talking about the military thing and like, that's probably where it was. I just felt kind of really stagnant. And that was like, mm-hmm. mind you, working Darius Carter, your second match ever is <laughs> not exactly where yeah. I would be like, Hey, yeah, man, like this and is you had your great. first match the day before. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it was our first week of like really like wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was crazy because like, and, and I love Darius by the way, cause he, he like, he made sure like I was I was good where I was gonna be at, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember like he told me too. He was like, "I'll I'll tell you stuff if you do it, you do it. Like just get it done." And I was like, mm-hmm. "All right, bet." And so mm-hmm. obviously, like I have a knack for like hearing people and being able to just move, mm-hmm. not even just 
I don't even think about it. Like it just happens. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it was definitely working with him. But the character that I was trying to run with was like this more serious kind of like mercenary style. And I, I just mm -hmm. wasn't feeling it. So when I got to open up and, you know, do the Deadpool thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> like I was like, yo, I definitely feel more in my element. I'm more in my realm. And uh, I, I've been able to feel like I've been able to grow. But what mm -hmm. other part, too, is that I've been able to teach, too. And I feel like because I'm able to teach the stuff that I'm learning, like I retain it better and then I can use mm -hmm. it more in a match. Yeah. And I think that's what the the biggest leap for me was, was that, that ability to be like, hey, we're not just working on roles, but we're working on bumps. And then like I get to I get to one, talk to the guys about how they can do it better, but then I do it better because I I'm teaching you what I need to learn, what I need to learn. Mm -hmm. And then the other part that I really enjoy too is like I'll go, I'll come to people like you, right? And I'll be mm -hmm. like, hey man, like what did you see in this match that I could work on? And some people will tell me, some people will just be like, oh, no, you're good. I'm like, mm, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think so. But I'll <laughs> go back and I'll find the people who are like, no, man, like you died in a match. Like learn mm -hmm. how to get back up and fight. Like yeah. you have to. And, and I don't think people realize like that's the thing that you have to do. Like you have to work on like getting back up because sometimes mm -hmm. like a guy like me, I take a punishment and like I won't I won't get back up. Like I'll just yeah. I'll, in my mind. I'm like, yo, I got I got to be down. I got to stay down. Like. I, I so so let me let me explain that because I don't think people understand that. Um, I when I'm teaching or talking, um, I that specifically, I usually tell people it's offense and defense, not your turn and my turn. You know what I'm saying? The camera's not just going to focus on on him doing something. His focus is going to the the camera's going to focus on you taking whatever he's doing and how you sell how you get up, showing that fight. If you're a dead fish and, and I'm a heel or something like that, just beating the shit out of you, you're just down, there's no reason for me to hate this guy. Now this guy's super cool because <laughs> he's kicking your ass. And, right. like, if you don't show fight, what's the point? Like, you got to, you gotta like, uh, I heard a WWE thing that they do in tryouts and stuff. Uh, every time you take a pin, you have to sit up. You know what I'm saying? You have to sit up and and kind of because one, the camera can catch you. Two, it, it, you're not. There's levels. If someone's standing taller than you, that kind of means they're winning. In 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 the the eye, the the eye level, right. you know. So if you're selling, kind of stay low, but don't stay too low. You know what I'm saying? You kind of want to, the guy is standing up tall, you kind of want to be here, and then boom, 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 now it's here, when the comeback happens, there's like little nuances that, uh, especially like camera work, uh, comes into, so you you really have to be mindful of staying down, staying up, certain shit like that, like that's important, that's really important. Yeah, and I feel like for me, like I'm I'm constantly working in drills, like in a ring, like we're doing a four four posts, you know, some people call it three sixties. But mm -hmm. I'm always working on like get back up, like if I if I get a shot, like go to the next spot, but like throw a shot back, right? Mm -hmm. Or just take eat another one or just you know, whatever happens, get choked yeah. out or something. But like I'm always trying to like work on it and constantly because I know like in matches it's gonna happen. And sometimes you'll work with another person who is like probably just as green as you are, or they're yeah. just as young as you are, and don't want to call something. And you're like, well, I, you know, I mean, like we both got to work together. But they're like, well, mm -hmm. I got told one time I was like, uh, by a person, the one to call names, 
but they were like, I'm, I'm bigger than you. I was like, you're like two inches taller than me, bro. Like it mm-hmm. is what it is. I was like, but I also have more mass than you. And he, mm-hmm. you know, the conversation goes back and forth. We're like, I'm not trying to have a, I'm not trying to have a dick contest, like dick measuring contest. Like it's just, yeah. Hey man, like we, what, what I lack, I make up in, in this. And what you're lacking, you make up in this, right? Mm-hmm. So we can work together, but it was something like I had to keep working, get back up, throw a shot, get hit, you know, move to move on. Like something else happens. So what I ended up doing was going back to uh, my training school and I was like, mm-hmm. Hey man, I want to work on this drill and I just want to run it and just run and run and run and run, run it with different people, big guys, little guys, same guys as me, guys who are a lot wider, guys who are a lot skinnier. I just want to run that drill. And I think we probably ran it like six or seven times. And I was just, mm-hmm. I never left the ring. <laughs> like yes. I just kept going. Cause I just yes, understood yes, like yes. it's important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. Hi, bud. Sorry. I'm getting a special guest. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, man. So really, that's kind of like where all like the things I was thinking about, like when I when I wanted to pick your brain, because I was mm-hmm. like, obviously, like character work is always important. You know, want to put your resume out there like on, on your presentation, man, because I know <laughs> I know you've gone through a couple gimmicks. <laughs> One we won't talk about. But how did you how did you transition like those your presentation, man, to like to where you at right now? Uh, uh... My first gimmick was given to me. Uh, so I already had an idea, like, coming into professional wrestling uh, that I shouldn't have had in the first place. <laughs> so so it was just like, I was, my, 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 I'm going to put you on. Uh, my, my nickname growing up was Frostbite, right? And I thought I was going to come in as Glacier, Black Glacier. Uh, Sub Zero S. I, I was gonna come with the the, uh, the scar in the eye. I was gonna grow. That's where the mohawk came from because I was originally gonna grow it so I could have the single braid. Uh, so I like I I I I was going hammer time, right? <laughs> I was going to hammer time on the buffoonery, right? I I wrote down this move set and all that good stuff before I even knew what a bump was. Like <laughs> like I had this idea that I tried to bring to uh, Tiger Tyree. That was given to me. So I realized how stupid that was. And just like the more I got, the more grittier I got, the more things starting to fit. The more I started to, uh, you know what? Just bring it back to my roots. I'm from Brooklyn. I do, I I, 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 I bring intensity like a Brooklyn would. Uh, Let me, I'm gonna start rocking my durags. I'm gonna start, you know, uh, just being. Of course, of course, it was heavily influenced by being tag partners with Shane Taylor, uh, and just kind of being that big burly wrestler. I knew how athletic I was and stuff like that, and I just became me. And you know, I'm I like, you tell me what's my character? It's just like, man, I'm the big boy from Brooklyn, Tyree Taylor. You can interpret that however the hell you want, because I know, I know where I'm from. I know I'm. I know I've been through. I know my. I know my struggles and everything like that, you know. So, it, it, the best gimmick I, I got for myself was being me, and I can translate that to through a camera, and I can cut a promo being me. That's it. So it, it's once you realize, <laughs> I got this from um, a wrestler in Texas. His name is JJ Blake. Very, very talented wrestler. 
uh, when I was training with books, he, he was one of the trainers. He was very amazing. Uh, the mo- the minute you realize you suck is the minute you just got better. <laughs> and I realized that persona sucked. So now I have something to build off of. And I just took it. It just took it from there. I had to think about the same thing, too. I was like that moment that I was like, you know, because even my trainer was like, well, your gimmick was getting over. I was like, I didn't like it. And my yeah. friends could see right through it. And I was yeah. like, and these are like my hardcore friends from back in high school were like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not you. And then once yeah. like, they saw like me and they're like, that's who we're looking for. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, so I definitely understand about that. Like, you got to be true to yourself, too. Like, yeah. I, I get that, get that point, which is cool because that's something like, like you said, like, and I, I've picked that up from you as well, mm-hmm. is that you kind of like, when I met you, <laughs> you were just like this intimidating presence. And I was like, then once you find out like you're from Brooklyn and obviously you have all the, you know, the backstory behind you, I was like, all oh, this makes sense now, man. Like, this just, it's perfect. That's it. Like, what, what, whatever you see in the ring is what you get on your show is what you get outside when cameras are off. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it's about being authentic. And authentic and being relatable kind of wins in this business, <laughs> you know. And and if you're not the super unknown, super, uh, you know, evil entity or whatever, a lot of those characters is a manifest to yourself, you know. You know, it's a manifest of, of themselves, you know. Like, uh, you could name any one of those crazy characters. There's a trait that they can bring to their real lives, that they can translate and overdramatic that trait to the camera. And it you can kind of see it's them, you know, especially the ones that work. Like you can tell if they work, if if, if, if something, maybe that guy is really crazy. Crazy Steve is probably really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 what, what's his, oh my God, oh my God, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, AW, skateboarder. Oh, uh, uh, Darby. Yeah, Darby's a nut. <laughs> Darby's a nut. So all that translates to him. That's that's him. That's him. And it works. So, you know, just find something that a trait, a personality trait, a something that happens, something like that, that's you. And kind of manifest that into a character. Uh, because we can see right through your bullshit. If, if it ain't you, we can see it. See. Mm-hmm. So whether it's your second match ever or your most recent match, people are gonna tell who you are. Exactly. Exactly. Yo. So okay, man. So you played this game before on this. Well, not on this show, but you played this game before. But we mm-hmm. we brought a game back from returning to the ring. We like to call it pin submit DQ. So of course we're gonna play mm-hmm. three rounds. I'm gonna give you three yes. names, and each name you got to pin one, you got to submit one, and you got to DQ one. So. Yes. Let's start this off with a familiar foe of yours, Con mm-hmm. Moses and Shane Taylor. All right. Uh, I'm pinning Moses. Uh, I'm pinning Moses because he, ha- he has nothing to do with anything. You know, he's, 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 very, he's very cool people. Moses is cool. I, I, I keep him with a pin, you know. Uh, Kinda, you know, I I get one of them long dramatic tap outs. And if I'm ever in a submission, it's just long dramatic, you know, reach reach for the rope, pull him, and you know, tap him out, tap him out right there real quick. And I'm beating the shit out of Shane with the chain while the ref's looking. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Ring the bell. <laughs> Ring the bell. Bet. 
you know, so let's <laughs> let's spin this over. Uh, these guys also sound familiar too, right? So we mm-hmm. got to go with Isaiah Wolf. We got to mm-hmm. go with Marcus Marquis. And then we got to mm-hmm. go with Darius Carter. <laughs> ah, yes. All right. Um, I'm, pin- <laughs> I'm pinning Darius. I'm pinning Darius because that is a accomplishment in itself. That's an accomplishment in itself. I got I'm pinning Darius. Uh, me and Wolf get into these disagreements where I have to tap him out. <laughs> I have to tap him out. Jesus Christ, Wolf. I, I just want to put him in a chokehold. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> and, 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 and Marcus, he, he get a quick, you know, quick five-minute round tap. You know, nothing too crazy. Uh, you know, that's still my guy, but you got to take this L real quick. and then we'll take it we'll take the last round with Mm -hmm. everybody's favorite red dog prince machiavelli and of course chaz the dawn oh yes all right Uh, one of them just had a baby right right chaz did yeah chaz did have a baby oh yes oh yes he's getting a dq (laughs) he's getting a dq just like just like how life hit him right now just like how, just like how life's hitting them right now, like I'm I'm hitting them just like just like life, you know, you know what I'm saying. I'm hitting them just like life, and then Don Don, you know, he got that. Hey. I don't know. I, I'm I'm really iffy on that one. I'm really iffy on that one because I want to pin you, but I also want to make you tap. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I will be fine. You know man. It no. wouldn't be the first you know time in a match you know I did. It, it, no, no, Don's getting the pin. Don's getting the pin. You're getting the submit. You're, you're getting a submit. Old school. Old school. Okay. Just straight hey. stretching. <laughs> old, old school. That's... 40 minutes stretching for no reason. <laughs> it's outlawed in these days, but I'm stretching. 45 minutes we stretching for no reason. Prince, Prince, is, <laughs> Prince is getting a DQ. That's Prince, like, that's Prince, what yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just for being a father. Just for being a new father. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's Chaz. Chaz is the new Ch- father. Prince. Chaz is the father. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. He getting the DQ. Prince is getting the yeah. Prince is getting the pen. You're getting the submit. <laughs> <I> bet. <laughs> bet, man. Well, that is all the questions I have. That is all the time that we have here. So just let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you once again. Listen, man. You can find me, Twitter, Facebook, even Snapchat. T underscore Taylor three four seven. And T and Tyree D Taylor on Facebook. Um, catch all the other guys in Prolific. You know the Isaiah Wolf, the Marcus Marquis. You know we all here. You're Prolific. Um, you know you got some things lined up. February and March look crazy right now. We're traveling everywhere. We're getting more and more calls. Uh, and and our our books are booked up. Uh, like. Uh, Thursday, this Thursday, twenty, this Thursday here, you can uh, catch me on on Wrestle Open. Uh, that's that's uh, Beyond Sister uh, promotion right there, uh, right here in Worcester. Uh, and you got, we got a whole bunch of stuff. And Maryland's gonna be heavy. We got CZW Maryland, uh, which you need to come down to, brother. You know what I'm saying? And we got C3W Maryland as well. So I'm gonna be a Maryland resident very soon. For some reason, I'm going to be there so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yep. you can catch us all over the place. T underscore Taylor 347 on the Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Snapchat. Uh, Tyree Detail on Facebook. 
highlights you want not hard to miss, man. Hey, so there you go. So we do this like we do in now ancient ring, which is something that Tyree hasn't seen yet. So this will be taking it home because this is now ancient ring 201. And I'm mm-hmm. your Sherpa Clifford Red Dog. That's right. The man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. But like every good Sherpa, which is what you should call me, you need to have someone who's been there, done that, and can do it more efficiently than you can. That's why it's never about me. It's about who's entering the ring. And you see him right there. He's the man, the myth, the legend, the wasteland, the heavy hitter, the big boy from Brooklyn, Tyree mm-hmm. Taylor. And you guys know what to do. Tune into the next episode and be there. Or you just wait for this episode to end. You wait for that outro. And then you choose another episode to listen to. You know, they're all great. <laughs> What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to Twitter.com, right? Go over there. Find us at the Three Count underscore pod. Give us a follow, give us a like, give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the Three Count Pod. Give us a like, give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to YouTube.com. Give subscribe. Turn the bell on. Turn the notifications. Leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the Three Count Podcast. And in there, you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also, one thing I need you to do for me, the Three Count Podcast also has merchandise. Oh! At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Three Count Pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So, show some support, please.